Welcome to Torn, Finding a Mom Life Balance. On this bi-weekly podcast, we're your hosts, Athena, Mama T, and Memes. And here on this podcast, we'll find ways to cope with motherhood, laugh our woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt, all in the hopes of helping us all feel a little less torn. On today's episode of Torn, you're going to get to meet your host, hear lovely mommy chat, and we'll wrap it up with what we like to call the mend, what we use to help us get through the week. So let's jump right in. As we kick it off, let's start with a couple of introductions and a little bit more about ourselves. Hi, I'm Athena. I live in the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina. I started on my motherhood journey nine years ago with my husband of 11 years. I'm a mom to four sons, ages 17, 7, 3, and 1. I'm looking forward to sharing with all of you my messy parenting journey of balancing work as a consultant and a full life with my family of six. I'm excited to learn more about coping with my mommyhood by connecting with my two lovely co-hosts. So I'm happy to have you here with us today. I'm Mama T, a 42-year-old single mom who is co-parenting, a beautiful, headstrong, highly opinionated brilliant, bossy, silly, and sassy two-and-a-half-year-old son who was working on his response to the word no. We reside in the Boogie Down Bronx. I am the director of a teaching residency program, and I'm so excited to be on this journey of healing with my co-host and with all the other moms. Hello all, this is Means, and I'm the mother of a three-year-old daughter and the stepmother to a five-year-old daughter and a 17-year-old son. I'm engaged to my high school sweetheart. Our paths reunited five years ago after several years apart. Our family resides in Queens, New York, and this year I turned feisty 40. Currently, I'm a career counselor after over 10 years as an English teacher. And one of my goals for this year was to begin a podcast. My excitement over this podcast is that motherhood has helped me discover truths about this role and the decisions you have to make that truly make you feel torn. Was your week? Hi. Um, we just celebrated... Sophie's third birthday um yeah and it was very exciting um a lot of things about this last week had to do with prepping for the celebration which always kind of throws me in a tizzy I feel the pressure of like thinking of everything making it special but making it exactly what they need at the age that they're at um 
so a big part was rethinking last year and that I didn't really include school uh, or daycare in her celebration. So we decided to do that. And later this month, we'll definitely be doing like a family and friends party as well. Um, and that all went really well. Some of my highs um, professionally were definitely in a really busy season with placing students in really competitive programs for the summer. But I had one of my students give advice to another student today and kind of do my job like right in front of me. And it was such a milestone because the student himself has struggled with knowing how to handle these things. And so it really felt like he'd been listening. Um, and it was just what I needed to hear to kind of get me recharged again for everything I have to do for work. Um, and then family-wise, just quality time, celebrating together, seeing um, my 17-year-old and my 5-year-old um, over the last stretch with, you know, the change in schedules and being in different phases. Um, the oldest is taking SAT classes, then there's like dance and you know, just all the things that you're juggling, but seeing how all the kids kind of come together, have their time with each other, um, time with us. So all those things have kind of made it a really good week. That's awesome. Well, I was also in the midst of prepping, planning. I don't think that ever stops. <laughs> Whether you're planning for the birthday party that's coming or the graduation that's around the corner or the college application or getting them into preschool or finding where you're enrolling for the next school year or for summer camps. Cause we are in that January, February season. So yes, moms, if you did not sign up your kid for that choice camp, it's probably all booked by now, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> but it seems like a state of prep, prep, prep. And my last week was kind of the same because I was out of pocket. I travel for work about twice a month. Um, and so for three days out of the week last week, I was um, away. And so, of course, the whole week prior was prepping for the week that I wasn't going to be around. Um, so living in the future, um, constant state. And then this week was picking up the pieces that fell apart while I wasn't around or trying to jump in where I kind of missed out on. So um, the highs of the week, though, uh, were definitely um, hearing my kids and what they were excited about and what was making their week exciting. Um, and Philip, who's one, just hearing him, like we were talking on the phone and I was about to hang up and he, for the first time ever, said, I love you, mama, which was... <laughs> made the week so it kind of lessened that guilt of not being around because he still remembered who I was and formed a complete sentence so um yeah so exciting times and like you said like seeing them all at their different stages and ages um is exciting because I too have a 17 year old where you know he'll be taking what is it this weekend ACTs SATs mm -hmm. I can't even keep the test straight anymore <laughs> um but yeah, he's taking his exam this weekend and been looking at touring colleges and stuff. So that whole season is a lot of fun. Meanwhile, we also still have someone that's not potty trained and just, you know, learning how to speak. <laughs> so and the gamut in between. So it's a lot of fun. 
but a lot of prepping, a lot of planning. Definitely. Um, I don't think I'm used to the fact that my, you know, in teaching there was planning, but I feel like once I got to be a veteran teacher and some things weren't so brand new, the planning felt different. My job between the event planning, like we're having a career conversations on Wednesday. And of course it's just like, it went straight from like some other family things in January into this month being really busy too, but then work is so busy. And my boss just put another like info session on for the Tuesday, the 12th. And I was just like, really, really? Are we like, why are we squeezing another thing in before <laughs> midwinter break? Like, Did it have to be that week? Um, yeah. Because it just feels like every day it's something. So at, at work, it's the event planning, it's the deadlines for the applications. It's the, it's like tracking multiple projects, but like for 320 kids, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, or at least the ones you touch base with like 60 kids at a time that you're like in progress and you're keeping track of their progress of their project. <laughs> um, yeah. So that kind of feel the pressure of that. Um, but I think as something I think I was mentioning while we were doing some of our planning for this podcast is just the epiphany I was Um, not just the forgetting or not it not turning out well but more that there is something coming that that it's not you know like having so many deadlines having so many things in the future is just a discomfort for me and I think I don't think I ever was able to articulate that for myself independently um, and getting to that conclusion even lightened it because then I could figure out that it's not really that I think it's going to come out wrong or not really that I'm not investing the time, but it's just the, the looming in the distance makes it feel ominous to me. <laughs> um, and so just trying to balance that out with being productive and staying focused. And, in, you know, like, I don't know that I'm an enjoy the process type with events, but to at least be able to balance that out with making it miserable for myself while I'm working on this <laughs> goal. <laughs> Finding the happy medium. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of often like I tell my kids, um, because work, I'm a project manager. I'm like, man, if I could just put your life in a project plan and then create dependencies and figure out how bad it is if we do miss this event like what else it's going to impact in your life and destroy you as an individual I would so do it because I can I can handle that like as a project manager we're always planning and I'm always on these crazy highly stressed projects um because we're dealing with so much money <laughs> but that doesn't bother me as much as or stress me out as much as planning my one-year-old's birthday party <laughs> or deciding what school I am going to enroll my kid in. And I think for the first couple of years as a parent, like it, it paralyzed me so bad that I just resorted to homeschooling. <laughs> I, I just couldn't outsource it. I was like, oh my gosh, I, it's too much to go and sit in all these open houses meet their deadlines, pay these application fees, drink the Kool-Aid to then find out they switched the juice 
halfway between the school year and like just hearing everybody else's like nightmares with school systems and then seeing the stats of like around here the public school system and stuff it was just daunting and so being that I started motherhood with an eight-year-old because we started with adoption um having to throw him into a system that I wasn't fully comfortable with, nor did I have nine months or four years to prep for. Um, homeschooling at the time sounded like the best option. But it goes back to that not being able to predict and see on paper all the different decisions we're making and the impact. <laughs> but it's but. also the survival skill, right? Of, of yeah. knowing he had a different time frame, so he had to be in there sooner. So what you could figure, you did, you know, it's not like you just yeah. dropped him off somewhere. You know, you did the yeah. best you could. You got as much information as you could, and you knew he was going someplace. And you knew that along the way, you'd be vigilant, you'd be monitoring, like, how it was impacting him, if it was the right fit, and then considering other choices. Because the truth is, like, you can't, pause those processes so I think even that is keeping it in mind that we can't we can't do the research on everything we can't have anticipated some other option coming up later on or someone else inventing something else that works for us or that we prefer but that at the moment we do what we could with what we had the best we could and I think even that makes it more like doable it just you just sleep better at night knowing um within the parameters of what I had, be it a few months, a few weeks, four years, you know, like (laughs) talking to other people, people putting you in the know of things I could assume um, along the way with the other children, right? The, the reference point, knowing of things already, having more circles of people with kids in the same age bracket can always help us not feel like we're drowning in each of those phases. Oh, I completely agree. But it's funny because there's often that notion that, you know, the more kids you have, the more times you do it, the better you get. Uh, And, you know, I was just talking um, the other night with my husband about our third child. And when do we think he's school ready? Because he's three, going to be four this year. And we still don't feel comfortable putting him in a school environment. And like right now, the nanny thing's working and we're seeing him grow and blossom. But again, it's like, okay, with this child, though, what's our excuse? We had the four years to plan (laughs) and prep, but we're still not comfortable um, putting him either in the same avenues that we put our other kids or because he's just unique and I I think that's the awesome thing with mommyhood that I've been noticing and over the past two weeks really noticing um just with the new year and stuff seeing who my kids are and like sitting with them and talking about what they're what they desire to do this year and how they desire to spend their summer is seeing how unique of individuals they are which also impacts our parenting right like it it does it's not cookie cutter just because i have four boys doesn't mean they're exactly the same type of boy or the same interest or even that they live together doesn't even mean that they really influence each other to do something or not do something um so it's just a cool part of parenting
I really like the idea of thinking about this as our mended segment um, because the joys of having some time with my partner, going to a friend's birthday dinner, but also having some heart to hearts about um, the the hard things, but also ha- taking time to myself to just sit with that feeling, sit with like what is on my mind, what's bothering me, why, um, putting a lot into prepping for our podcast and being really excited to say some of the things that I think many of us, we feel the guilt about saying, or even when we say it and we find companionship and a few other parents, it's not the overarching public expression of how mothers feel um, has been helping me. So it's a little bit of sharing. It's a little bit of creating. It's um, acceptance of myself and my feelings um, and kind of, and, not labeling it not labeling it as like a failure not labeling it as a weakness trying to anticipate it and front load a big thing for this new year for me is action which comes also along with the podcast is liking to see like checking things off my list but it's not always a list for me sometimes it's just brainstorming sometimes it's doing creative things like different flyers or posters or things that are fulfilling but it's created and I like the idea of mending some of my anxiety through what I channel as creative Um, having some music doing something creating something if it is like a flyer if it is playing with music if it's thinking I'm doing a program for work and it's just like reworking it, even though I can do the old fashioned way, just reworking it because that is fulfilling for me. I went on a site visit where I learned about a space where I could even volunteer to help with set design. And that's kind of an interest that is also not linked to my career, but is uh, mending for me. And that really was what got me through. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, definitely taking your focus off of the one event and looking at other things that are going on that week. Cause sometimes we can become just zone in on one thing when really there's five bajillion things going on that could bring us joy and bring down the anxiety. Um, and I would say for prepping, like now that I've been doing it for what, three years traveling this often, it's mm-hmm. kind of, getting more support and being okay with people doing things a different way. Mm. <laughs> That's, it's a really hard one to let go of like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you did the laundry that way, but okay. The laundry's done. Thank God. <laughs> I didn't come back home to five filled bins of laundry. Um, and also like, and it's not so much that I'm lowering my standard cause it's still done to the same standard. It's, just done differently and realizing that different is not wrong. It's just different. And also embracing um, not only help for my spouse who may do things different, um, but also my children, like my 17 year old, the way he cleans the kitchen and accepting that and actually acknowledging that and letting him know that it's um, appreciated and noticed. And even my one year old, 
he tries to organize the Tupperware. I can't really figure out. Maybe he's not trying to organize it, but he really enjoys being in there. And it looks more organized by the time he's done than it was prior to him messing with it. So just letting them each pitch in and um, give back to their family in the way that they choose and not making it a hard regimen or a list of chores, but more of an overflow of what's in their heart and then giving back the same way. But that's what's been helping me with all the travel and like living in the future is living in the future has helped me acknowledge the present and let the people know that I miss during the time that I'm away, um, how much I value them. So that way they remember it when I'm out of sight, I'm not out of mind. No, you don't choose sometimes to complain about every little thing so that they're like, hey, sometimes I feel like I get in the zone where everything. Oh, yeah, there's me. always that one one uh, week a month where <laughs> where everything irritates me. And then I'll and, I'll, and they'll they'll definitely tell me like it is so funny. Like my kids have gotten so comfortable with me traveling that there are times where they say, mom are you not supposed to be in? <laughs> nope. Because that happened in January. They moved my trip from the second week of the month to the last week of the month. And we all felt it. We're like, yeah, I'm not supposed to be here this week. They and you made, guys. <laughs> they cleared it to Wednesday and they're like, hold up, hold up. Aren't you supposed to be here? Yeah. Why are you here? Why am I doing homework with you? And why can't I leave all my socks in that closet? <laughs> Um, but yeah, they definitely have gotten comfortable with me traveling and, you know, they enjoy that time with dad too. Cause it's like, Oh, mom's home. So we're not going to stay up and play smash brothers or FIFA till late, you know, <laughs> they're actually going to want to spend time together. Um, but yeah, so they're not always, uh, well, I'm not always pleasant to be around, but <laughs> then, then they miss me. The, the distance does make our hearts grow fonder and more appreciative of each other. Yeah, it's just, I can, I can tell. Self's expression doesn't tell me so much, but um, my partner's expression definitely sometimes is like, did that just come out of your mouth? Did you just, <laughs> what else is bothering you? Um so definitely that feeling thanks for joining us we look forward to getting to know you all as well Uh, so subscribe to the podcast to tune into next week's episode where we're going to be discussing our mommy blueprints memes if you want to share with the listeners how to drop us a comment so share your torn moments or suggest amend at tornmlb at gmail.com and follow us at tornmlb on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. For mommies, by mommies. Thank you all.